0: Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old. Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing. Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game.
1: Okay, Farron, I don't have a good opening shtick for this, but do you like Star Wars?
0: Eh, you know, eh, sort (laughs) of. Do you like RPGs? Yeah, I do. I do.
1: Let's play one of the most formative RPGs of my gaming experience and dive into Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, originally released on the Xbox. So this came out on July 15th, 2003, published by BioWare back in their heyday when BioWare was BioWare and uh published by lucas arts this is available on xbox windows mac ios and android as it's recently received its uh mobile ports as well as its sequel actually is available on mobile i believe cool so as i mentioned earlier this was one of my Formative rpg experiences This is probably the one that i dove into most before this i had played games like baldur's gate and baldur's gate 2 on my dad's computer but they just never hooked me the same way that this did i've got this deep fiery burning love of star wars at the at the core of my heart i'm not <laughs> sure if that's come across in this podcast enough yet but um it's it's so tropy this game is tropey as hell it's and it's just star warsy star wars and i love it so much <laughs> so uh i know that the pc port of this game is pretty rough it, it takes some takes some finagling if you want to be able to even just get this thing running in full screen otherwise it's in this boxed little window um it's it's not ideal but it's just kind of the way that it is it's like i said it's it's an old game this came out in 2003 so uh let's let's start off with your experience with this game
0: I really liked it. Uh, I played it back when it came onto Steam. Uh, I don't remember how long I played for. I think oh, I don't even know. I got to that, I got to a planet after I escaped the ship. I futzed around for a while, and then I sort of moved <laughs> on. It is one of the you know the the land the sort of the, the watermarks of Western RPGs in the way it was presented. Its system, yep. uh, which is well thought of. You know, it sort of went beyond the Baldur's Gate three-quarters view or the first-person view of the old, uh, you know, D and D games from the 80s and 90s and that sort of thing. Either Beholder and whatnot. This was its own thing. I know, you know, the KotOR 2 came out with the same engine, and then. There was jade empire i think it was called yes um yeah this is before bioware jumped into mass effect which is a good game don't get me wrong i enjoyed all three of them andromeda I- i'm sure is great but it doesn't work with my sound card so whatever you know i get a kick out of this game it is rough to look at uh i just it's funny a few minutes ago i did look up and there is like an hd patch you can add but it still looks like it came out in 2003 oh yeah the, you know it's it's low polygon but the story is interesting. You know, it's the the combat system is fun. I like how you can make decisions of how good or how bad you are. I never get, far, I never got far enough into the game to do what I what I wanted to, which was to be just. I want to be so far into the dark side that I make Vader look like, uh, <laughs> you know, like Luke Skywalker. I just, I want to be as evil as possible in a game like this, and maybe I'll go back. I keep waiting for them to make like Knights of the Old Republic three. Like that's got to be on someone's radar somewhere
1: well that's that's a bit of a sore spot for any knights of the old republic fan knights of the old sure. republic 3 was in development uh but it wound up getting scrapped and it became what was the jedi knight storyline uh, for the okay. old republic mmo
0: okay okay yeah yeah i've tried the old i've tried that mmo a couple times i could never quite get into it but mostly because my mmo days are kind of sort of behind me uh, yeah I've, but, i have but you know, i have a friend who's played it for years and you know. It's
1: it's a perfectly serviceable game, but it just... Something about it, I don't know. I just... I love Star Wars, but I just can't get into the Old Republic, and I've tried multiple times to get into yeah,
0: it. Yeah, me, me too, me too. I mean, this is, I think, our was our fourth Star Wars game. We did Empire Strikes Back, Jedi, Fallen Order, mm-hmm. we did Squadrons, and now we're doing KOTOR. I think those yeah. are four we've done. Yeah. You know, this is certainly the most story-driven, duh. It's an RPG. It's a well-made RPG, and... With the return of the the computer role-playing game with Baldur's Great 3 coming out, you know, made by the guys who did Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2, Mm -hmm. and PC gaming isn't a second thought anymore, and role-playing games now have a serious space in the video game firmament. It's no longer the second-rate thing. Now it's, you know, people really want to invest a lot of time into these games. And I can't help but wonder why don't they just produce another one of these because it's an interesting story it takes place in an interesting time that i know zero about i understand that star wars is going to be doing a whole thing with the high republic yeah which i'm not quite sure i know what it is so maybe they'll do that with this i don't know but i think it's a shame that this game isn't like there isn't like an hd version of it
1: yeah yeah it, it, it is really a shame i mean with uh with the patches and everything that you can put it, you can make this game look really really good surprisingly yeah. well pretty uh, but we're still nah. talking
0: this this it doesn't look like what game would look today
1: well i mean you can if you really get into it you can go out and find custom made hd textures that people have generated and you mm-hmm. can and you have to take every single one and put them into the game and you can make it look really damn good make yeah. it look the way that you re- i remember playing it when i was mm-hmm. Oh God! Eleven years old, standing in a uh, uh, electronics boutique, yeah. playing this on the stand-up TV in the corner. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that 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 is what I remember seeing this for the first time and going, "Oh my God! I can I can get a sword and I can be in the Star Wars. I must be able to be a Jedi." The whole thing is just, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I will never be able to say bad things about this game i i know that there are failings that it has but Meh. it is just this exceptional game like the like i said the plot is super tropey i don't know how much of the plot you're kind of aware of um,
0: i didn't get that far into it but you know what star wars is super tropey i'm sorry it's star wars yeah. it's yeah it's good versus evil and that's okay it's Give star wars fans what they're looking for in an rpg i have no problem with that Mm -hmm. and that's why i like the game it's you know the 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 combat system it's it's not a combat system i would say i want to play games that are like that but given the time with it i'm totally cool with it if i could find and if i had the time without six zillion other games to play if i could find like the super duper hg hd textures and jump into it maybe i would go right through this game and see just how evil of a son of a bitch i could be Uh, (laughs) and then maybe move right into the second one yeah and i I can i what i can say is if if there's ever a true proper re-release of this game i'll buy it no no questions asked i'll buy it
1: i i think the most up-to-date re-release of this game that you're going to find is the the one that they did for uh mobile uh, okay. Unfortunately, that's that's probably the best that we're at. I think that it's more or less just a straight one-to-one port, though. I don't think that any mm-hmm. of the uh, graphics have been updated.
0: Yeah, um, see, that's what I would want to see is yeah. a true, like almost rebuilt from scratch version of this game.
1: I mean, if they did that, oh, oh god, I can only. There, there was talks about uh, in in 2019 about them doing a Knights of the Old Republic television show. Uh, there was, I think, there was rumors that Keanu Reeves was slated for oh. it, but we haven't heard anything about that in like a year. Whoa! Um,
0: <laughs> sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this game actually uh, has sort of been tied marginally back into current canon for the Star Wars universe. Oh yeah. The visual, uh, the visual dictionary for Rise of Skywalker references a Sith legion named after Darth Revan, oh. um, one of the main plot characters in this game. Uh, okay. and, and yeah, this like when this game came out, it was like you said, it was just met with universal acclaim. Everybody loved it. It was, it, it still stands as sort of this high watermark. Obviously, it's dated co- to uh, compared to today's uh, games as they're coming out, but like this will always have some of my favorites, uh, some of my favorite characters of all time. You get an assassin droid that has uh, the full capacity to speak whatever's on his mind and mm-hmm. has a rather startling penchant for deciding who he wants to blast in the face um and and asking you please please, please let me shoot him please
0: <laughs> but that's uh, cool you know it's, yeah. it's i have never met anyone who thought poorly of this game no uh, no i'm not the star wars fan that you are which is ironic to look around where i'm sitting with my you know my expensive <laughs> lightsaber and all my little models and whatever uh and then the way i talk about the games but I have no problem looking at this game and going, okay, yeah, it's more of the same, oh, the, the evil Sith are going after the good Jedi, and let me deal with that. And it's the same story over and over and over again, and yet over again, but fine. Like, it tells the story well. The characters, as you say, are interesting. The combat system's a little weird, but it is what it is, and I have no problem with it. And they recreated Lucasfilm Games, which was always called LucasArts before, EA no longer has a chokehold on Star Wars games. If I were Disney, I'd be going to Bioware and saying either you know give us back the intellectual property and we'll farm it off to someone else, or you take some small team and make Kotor 3 or remake Kotor one and two, do yeah. like the you know the uh, VHD super duper remakes and let's see who bites and maybe we'll make Kotor 3
1: yeah all those all those things would make me super happy and you know with with the way that this game is told the story of it like they they definitely do the the tropey standard star wars story but it's also got a fantastic plot twist about two-thirds of the way through that when i was a kid blew my blew my mind oh, yeah. i couldn't believe it and i mean i i, I won't spoil it for you here in, in case you do ever decide to go play it or, or somebody else's has not played this game yeah. but I thought it was really good. It did an excellent job of questioning the morality in the Star Wars universe Mm -hmm. and, you know, just casting a lot of shades of grey onto things, which was actually expanded upon in a not insignificant way in the sequel. Uh, In Knights of the Old Republic 2, one of the first people that you meet is named Kreia, and she just is this very neutral person who is constantly espousing this philosophy that questions are the jedi actually doing the right thing are they terrible people are the sith doing the wrong thing are they terrible people and it really philosophically dives into the star wars universe and if you take the time to kind of chew your way through the the second game which takes place with a a new set of characters save for like the ship that you fly on and two droids Mm -hmm. and no And another person, but specific point. um, It it takes place with a new story and a new protagonist, and it's just this excellent deconstruction of the logical reasonings of the Star Wars universe. And I will never not love it.
0: Yeah, it sounds a little bit like the way Luke Skywalker talks about the Jedi in in um, Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. You know, he says, you know, their legacy is failure. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he's very he has some very harsh words about the Jedi, despite in his own way very much you know wanting to push the idea of the jedi and all that is good you know to keep moving it down the track and you know it's that's the good thing about a a computer role-playing game because you could spend hundreds of hours on these games and it goes wherever you where you can go down any number of paths wherever you want it to go and if you change your mind you can start the game again and go down a whole down a whole different path and learn different things about the world you're playing in and you know no other star wars game has done that with the possible exceptions of star wars galaxies before they blew it up
1: oh galaxies
0: Uh, i miss you (laughs) yeah yeah i i played that game for a hot month and then the beta for world of warcraft came out and that was that but (laughs) uh i love the game is the idea to sort of you know to be in star wars to do my own thing and hearing the stories that came out of it was very cool and knights of the old republic seems if that's what you want out of a Star Wars game, then this is where you should go looking. And the game can't be very expensive at this point. On no, Steam I or wherever. think
1: that you know. can pick it up on Steam for like 10 bucks for yeah. one and 10 bucks for the other. Yeah. Like, they're they're old. They're straight ports. Um, They're buggy. They're a little bit <laughs> janky. Uh, And there's small issues with them, but they are small. If you're yeah. a fan of Star Wars, they are 100% worth ignoring those tiny issues for. Um, right, cool yeah 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 the only other thing that i think that i i really want to point out in this game is this is one of the few times in star wars history where you've been able to go to the sith academy go see (laughs) where sith are trained go see where they learn go sort of interact with people who are experiencing this moral quandary of well i know that i'm doing the wrong thing but i'm apparently doing it for the right reasons yeah so anyways yeah it's so good i love this game what are you? What are you thinking, Farron? Do you think you're going to give us a, a few more minutes?
0: Uh, not right away, but at some point, I'm going to go back. I'm probably going to dig in and and try and play it through. Yeah, that's this is at some point this is going to reappear on my radar, and I'm going to dive into it. And like I said, if they ever put out a proper HD remake, I'll absolutely buy it.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. The second that anything with Knights of the Old Republic branding comes out, I am <laughs> all all over that, and I will continue to play this game repeatedly forever and ever. Amen.
0: (laughs) Cool. 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 Cool.
1: All right. And there it is.
0: There it is. do you want to boldly go where everyone has gone before (laughs) let's talk about star trek online shall we it's uh initially it's a pc game though they've actually brought it to the xbox and the playstation it was developed by cryptic studios and initially it was published by like atari which isn't the original atari it's just whoever held the shambling corpse with that name on it Uh, (laughs) these days it is it is published by perfect world entertainment which is out of i think china it was initially released in 2010 Back in you know the the heydays of MMOs, you paid for the game sixty bucks, and then you paid fifteen bucks a month in subscription fees. And that's actually when I started it. I think I started in late two thousand and ten. These days it's free to play. You don't have to spend any money if you don't want to. There will always be good ships for you. There'll always be cool uniforms and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but you can buy you know even cooler looking stuff if you're willing to cough up some money for it. Sure. It's an MMO it's the it was actually their second attempt at a star trek online mmo the first one imagined you as a starfleet officer and you would start you know as some lowly ensign on a ship doing your duty and eventually if you wanted to control a ship you had to be you had to level up to captain that got thrown away and in the new one even though you start as a lieutenant after you finish the tutorial you're always the captain of a ship And every 10 levels, you go up to Lieutenant Commander and then Captain and so forth, and you get a more powerful ship. And so there's sort of two aspects to this game. There's ground combat and space combat, and that's really what it is. This game has evolved mightily over the last 11 years now that it's been out, and used to be everything was very shooty. And then there'd be the odd fetch quest, go here, talk to this person, give them that, go here. There's a lot more subtlety. There are diplomatic missions because, look, I'm a hardcore Trekkie. As much as I like Star Wars, Star Wars thrills me, but Star Trek inspires me and thrills me. And, it, and it's all about, it's about the talking. Like, I don't care about the action sequences. I want, I want the story. I want the character. I want, you know, ideas. And this, over the years, the Star Trek Online developers have done an increasingly good job of including that. And, I kind of feel bad for these poor guys because no matter what they do they're always behind the eight ball when they released this game or when they were building up to release this the crappy Star Trek JJ Abrams remake came out yeah which came down to oh by the way <laughs> the Romulan star Empire is gone and they've said wait what so they had to wipe out the Romulan faction and then like no one ever tells them what's going on so they sort of built a world I think it takes place about 20 years after the end of voyager and they're trying to tell the story in i think the sort of the late or sort of the early 25th century and they keep having to play catch up with actual star trek but when when this game was created there hadn't been star trek in years they managed to keep up they've got all sorts of different time periods like it, again it takes place in the early 25th century but you can go back and play the original series mm-hmm. and that involves like, some temporal stuff and then now you can play the discovery era and you know they have all these storylines like they added deep space nine and they added the delta quadrant and now they're doing this like it's like the year of the klingon they're in year two of that they just introduced the latest 32nd century starship from star trek discovery's third season it's ugly as shit it's the uh, the the janeway class voyager J. it's beyond ugly but it was in the show too <laughs> you know they keep adding to this game and at a pretty serious clip like two three times a year they add a huge amount of content and they have access to all these actors right you know the cleon actors they're all in these stories you can play now you can deal with actors from all the series the original narration which was done by leonard nimoy they have worked very hard to keep as much of that as possible in out of respect to nimoy who has passed and I really dig this game. I I, I sort of come and go. Sometimes I play the crap out of it and then I get to max level and I give up. And then I I go on a few years later and the game has changed. So I start a new character and I do it again. And I'm on like fourth or fifth character that way. So tell me what you think about this game.
1: Oh, I've got such mixed emotions about this (laughs) game. (laughs) So... I I do love Star Star Trek. I am much more of a Star Wars guy than a Star Trek guy, but I'm in the same boat. I feel inspired by Star Trek. It has this aspirational world where it's it's egalitarian, everybody is on the same level. We we've done away with money and it is it is purely about the betterment of all people.
0: Yeah. And but I, you have to I, buy your phasers in this game.
1: Well, yeah,
0: yeah it's it's got yeah. all the MMO tropes of the auction house and all that and what are you to Sure,
1: do? but you yeah. y- you gotta make some concessions for yeah. it. But anyways, I I really want to be into this game because I really want to go through and appreciate mm-hmm. this as just like a single player story campaign mm-hmm. and go through all the different eras and and go through everything. But I also know that at the end of the day, it's an MMO, and one of the keywords in that is multiplayer. Yep. And I just I don't have the drive to keep up with a bunch of MMO stuff because if yep. you want to play an MMO and you want to play all the all the new stuff and you want to play with other people, you have to be at the cutting edge of the MMO. You have mm-hmm. to stay right ahead of the curve, uh,
0: which is you just have to be separate. aware of what's going on because they keep changing things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's beautiful well beautiful beautiful for an MMO it's it's got a great opportunity to tell a bunch of really really awesome stories in Mm -hmm. a bunch of different time periods using exceptional actors but I just I don't know man I don't know (laughs) if I if I'm going to be able to get into this one like I started uh I started my first character and I picked somebody from uh the TNG era uh,
0: yeah which is sort of the main time period of the game yeah
1: yeah their their main time period the federation faction Mm -hmm. and i got through and i i got through the the first training day and i got onto the ship and oh no the klingons have attacked okay well let's go get the and then i go to get the phaser rifle out of the armory and i equip it and apparently i equipped it too fast because my tutorial wouldn't recognize the fact that i've got this equipped oh
0: geez and so
1: i just i got locked there and this is after like 35 minutes of playing this stupid character so um i kind of sat there and i thought well i could probably open a ticket well that's probably going to take a week to get resolved guess i'm starting a new character so then i went back i created a new character in the discovery timeline the first person that you talk to is uh, cadet tilly played by the same actress who plays her on the show which was excellent i loved that ran Mm -hmm. through that got in got boarded by Klingons again Tuesdays and yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> I equipped my phaser in the right order this time went through that entire little section yeah. uh oh no my captain is kidnapped well I guess is the XO I am now in charge of the ship because they need a reason to give a f- person fresh out of the academy their of own Starship. Ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh well, no I got through that I got through the space combat I thought they both played really really well I, I think that this would be an excellent game to go through if it weren't an mmo
0: yeah you know what it's only sort of an mmo and this has always been true of this game though more so as it goes on is that you essentially if you want you can play it single player until you hit the level cap uh which is what i've done back in back in the day when this started you would jump into a system and if someone else was doing the same quest uh, mission they call them whatever it's a quest they jump in and suddenly you're playing with them whether you want to or not which was really frustrating because i you know i would jump in and i had like three batches of enemies to kill and i was about to attack the third one this guy jumped in and it reset me and i went oh man really oh, uh, that's t- and and it was just it was kind of a pain in the ass thankfully they've gotten away from that but this game is essentially single player my one issue with this game mostly is that nowhere you're going to go other than maybe deep Space nine has any meaning you don't get to go and explore Vulcan other than this tiny little area. And, you, you know, it isn't like in, in, in World of Warcraft where you can say, I want to visit Northrend and you could spend hours just touring and marveling how gorgeous it is. Mm-hmm. Everything here is very generic looking. You have to want to like the gameplay. And I happen to like the ground combat. They actually added like an over-the-shoulder almost shooter mechanic, mm-hmm. which I don't use. I've never, ever used it. I don't like it. But I love the, the space combat. Like I, play a, I tend to play a science officer. And so you get all these different abilities. You know, modulate this and use this type of tachyon burst. And Playing in a space combat when you're like that feels like the combat in the show. Where it's not just that they have you know, powerful phasers and photon torpedoes and they're shooting at each other. Uh, because inevitably, as you, you want to create tension in the show, uh, the Enterprise or the Discovery or the Defiant or whatever is always outgunned. But it's because they're clever and they know all these tricks that screw with their enemy and fake this and short out that and using these abilities, it makes it feel like you're doing that and it creates this very methodical combat, which in any other MMO is simply remembering the order of the abilities you need to use. I use this one, then this one, then this one, and then I roll around to this one. And when the timing is waiting, I do this and but here it feels like you're on the bridge being yelled at, you know, modulate this and be on that and target his, his engines. And it gives a really cool feel to it. And the way the game works in terms of like how they make money is that you can buy uniform sets that aren't otherwise available. You can buy ships that aren't otherwise available. They have a cool new thing where you buy a tier six ship, which is to say your level cap ship. And you can use it right from the beginning of the game and it just scales. Oh, interesting so if there's this gorgeous tier 6 ship and you're thinking why do I have to wait you know through 50 or 60 levels of this game before I can play it well now you don't have to and the anything is when you buy a ship it's on your account so if you delete your character you can start again and you have access to all those ships and every time you hit mm. uh, when you go from level 10 to 20 to 30 as you're going from lieutenant to lieutenant commander and so forth you get access to a new ship and it's free and then you can you can you can change it because every ship has like three variants and you can swap out pieces between them okay um but if you purchase a ship for that tier it's also available so there's a lot of customization I, i've been known to spend hours just customizing a ship only to three hours later level up you know 10 levels later and move on yeah but <laughs> um you know they add all the new uniforms so you can get any uniform from any of the series you could ever imagine Uh, I currently have my crew in the Star Trek Picard uniforms, which is correct for the time. And they're very cool looking uniforms, but they come out with some very cool looking uniforms of their own. You know, I'm kind of a purist. I only use phasers and photon or quantum torpedoes. I don't use a cloaking device on my ships. I don't use like you could technically, uh, you know, put Borg weapons on your vessel. I don't do that. So I'm kind of cheating. I'm not quite playing it as a, an MMO. I'm playing it almost as a single-player role-playing game. But yeah. you can do that. That is a perfectly legitimate way to play this game. And it's free. So it's not like, you know, it's not like you can't just load the damn thing up and go. Right. Um, the expansion packs are always free. So if you want to play a Romulan and they kind of cheat there, but you can play a Romulan, you can play a Klingon or whatever. You don't have to pay for that. It's free, so go play this game and you'll either like it or you won't, but it is an MMO. And so the best way to put that to to sort of explain that to the listener is I've I've probably on my fourth character, fourth start over in 10 years. And not once has the the, uh, tutorial been the same. It started off as a Borg thing and then it was a Klingon thing and then it was a Borg thing again. And I don't even remember what it was last time I played, but they keep changing it. And apparently they're planning this year to redo the entire tutorial again.
1: Well,
0: they keep adding layers like the bridge officer thing and uh, where you can sort of add them because you you have an away team because if you don't, if you're not doing multiplayer, when you beam down to the planet, your other officers follow you and they have abilities and you, you can, you know, so they'll add things, their own sets of abilities that you can make use of in space combat and on ground combat, Mm -hmm. but you also have other officers, which are essentially cards and then you can send them out to, to on missions, which is just a matter of you come back in an hour and they're done and they've given you more resources or they've increased your reputation, whatever. All these different complex systems. And at some point they just have to redo you the tutorial to explain all that, sure. um, but it's it's a game you can effectively play on your own if you want. Okay. But the problem is every time they patch it, like any other MMO, you got to read the patch notes carefully. You go into the game and go, what the hell is this? Uh, this isn't what 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 is this like like i remember when i went into world of warcraft you know seven or eight years after i'd last played it and i couldn't figure out why my uh my character could not equip both a polearm and a bow oh (laughs) i couldn't figure it out i thought is is it broken is like what's the problem here yeah because last time i played it you had to have both because your bow had a minimum range Mm -hmm. they don't anymore So your hunter has a bow or a gun, whatever. You don't need a polearm anymore. But back in my day, young man, get off my lawn, you needed both. So, you know, MMOs change over time. I can't speak to World of Warcraft anymore, whether it's frankly any good. I don't know. But I can tell you that Star Trek Online has done a wonderful job of improving itself and listening to the fans.
1: Yeah, Uh, and that's one thing that I've always really respected about this game even from a distance is that no matter what happens you can always see how much new content they're pumping out and -hmm. they are constantly adding to this game i can recall it was a while ago that you know oh hey the the ds9 patch is now in and now you've got uh, a whole uh whole plot with the the foundling or not
0: founders uh, founders thank you yeah the gem hadar and oh they're all in there
1: And like, I, I respect the hell out of that. The fact that they've gone and like Discovery has, well, Discovery era has its own entire campaign Mm -hmm. with all the actors brought in and it's, it's excellent. I mean, even down to the point where when you played or when I played in the, the first, uh, the first character that I had the you get to the captain or you get to the bridge and the captain the first time you talk to him calls you number one and you just go number one and he goes oh yes i once served with the captain who referred to his first officer as that and i, I picked up and that of little course habit. you know
0: you're immediately talking about the card yeah
1: exactly and they it's it's obviously a passion project for the developers mm. that they've they've got on the project oh uh, yeah yeah it it's good if you're looking for an, a new rpg go grab it if you're Trek, yeah yeah if you're okay into star if you're if you're not into Star Trek then pay us no mind and and go yeah
0: don't play, don't play the game yeah but Anything it's else. free um, yeah. yeah and it should be noted you can get it off Steam or you can just go to Star Trek online and download Perfect World has its own client called the ARC client ARC mm-hmm. and you can download it through there it's a perfectly good client it, it it's actually the better way to do it and and it launches on its own you know do whatever uh I mean I guess you could use Steam but whatever point is it's a great game it's free you play the uh the tutorial you'll do ground combat and space combat and you'll know by the end of the tutorial which i think takes about an hour you'll know whether this game is for you or not and you just sort of go from there is it the prettiest thing in the world no not really but look even on my old on my old rig i can play it at maximum settings and by the way the ship combat looks fabulous
1: yes it does
0: much better than the ground combat does the ground combat is yeah whatever it's mmo combat stand in one place and shoot phasers but it's (laughs) it's cool and i i get a kick out of it i i I really like this game i'm always going to come back to it what about you what do you think you think you're going to take another swing at this or
1: i think that i probably will i can't guarantee how much time that i'm going to put into it but i i would love it if this game just grabbed me and pulled me in and i i couldn't stop playing it that would make me so happy
0: but you're but not I, a, you're not enough of a trekkie for that to happen i think
1: i don't know i mean i i thoroughly enjoy star trek i absolutely love it it's it's more of the i think it'd be more of the gameplay for me like just depending on how how into it i can get like i would absolutely love to play through all these storylines i think that i ab- would just adore it but we'll see if i can uh see how much of the, the gameplay I can actually deal with.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, so I guess there it is.
1: Yeah, there it is.